Welcome to the Valley Biz Buzz podcast, brought to you by the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce. My name is Diana Williams. Please welcome founder and CEO of Pet and Home Care and Small Biz Consultancy, our Valley Biz Buzz co-producer and show host, Tiffany Lewis. Looks like we got some viewers coming in. Awesome. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first Valley Biz Buzz live show on Facebook. Super exciting. Yay! I really appreciate you guys joining us today. And I just want to say hi. I am your host, Tiffany Lewis of the Valley Biz Buzz. Today, we have a guest that has dedicated the last 12 years of her life learning all kinds of tools and tricks and tips that she can use to help others. She is a breath of fresh air, health coach extraordinaire. She is also a valued member of the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce, an ambassador, and she helps lead the Wellness Resource Network through the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce. Please give a warm, warm welcome to Beth Hazelton. Hi, Beth. Hi, everyone. Thanks for watching today. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We are doing our social distancing, but we are still together. So this is fantastic. I really appreciate people tuning in. Looks like we got some more viewers joining us. Please give Beth some love. Give us some likes. Give us some hearts. Throw in some comments so we can see who's here. And please, if you have any questions for Beth at any time, just go ahead and comment and we'll try to get to all the questions. So I'm just gonna start off, Beth. People wanna know, what is your story? Why did you decide to become a health coach? Thanks, Tiffany, thanks for having me here. I have always had a passion for health and wellness, uh, really from, um, as a kid, I was always, hey, Diane. I was always um, in sports and athletic, and um, when I went to college, I, stop being so athletic. Right. And, um, I noticed that there was a definite change in my well-being, Um, and so I always kind of made it a priority to ensure that I was taking care of myself and moving. Um, and then at about age 24, my boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband, Bill, he was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And we really had to make a lot of decisions during that time to really create health in our life. Um, and I mean, you don't have to if you're diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, but if you want to live, you need to uh, learn uh, how to really create health in your life. And so we've always been very health minded people. Um, so it's always something that has just intrinsically uh, shown up for me. And then about 12, 13 years ago, I I had a corporate job and I was really unhappy in that job. Um, It provided a lot of great benefits, but um, I was was just generally not happy with what was going on. And I really set out on a personal development journey um, to find happiness, how I could continue to be where I was because I needed my job and to be happy because other people were seeming to do it, but I couldn't quite figure it out. And so um, what I did was I really just dove in to personal development and taking things that I learned and applying them to my life. And what I found through that was that my life purpose was to help other people. 
Um, and I really learned um, secrets of success through this process. Um, and I just really wanted to go pay it forward to other people that were struggling like I was. It wasn't rocket science. It just required um, consistent effort over time and knowing exactly what to do. And so the first thing I did to live in my life purpose was to become a yoga teacher because yoga was pivotal during the times when I had the most stress. And so I figured if I could just teach a yoga class, I know that people would leave the yoga class. Yoga would do its work and they would leave better than they came. And so um, while working my full-time corporate job and having three small children, I went to yoga teacher training, became a yoga teacher and started teaching yoga on the side. So wow. moving forward in uh, this path to live my life purpose, um, I continued to move forward and I uh, was eventually uh, offered a package, a, a package to leave Amgen. Um, and I took it and uh, I then became certified in a certain meditation that helps people find peace and ease, uh, became certified as a life coach. And I was kind of at the point where I needed to decide which business I was going to build, my life coaching or my yoga meditation business. And that's when I found health coaching, uh, what I do now. And it's really a holistic approach to helping people. And it combined everything I knew about health and nutrition and exercise, as well as the mental mindfulness that's necessary and also the personal development piece. So it's really a holistic approach to um, helping people create anything that they want in their life from the physical to the mental. And so that's really, um, once I saw it, I, it was everything that I knew and I knew that was just my next step. I love that. So you took like a real life experience, a hardship really with your husband and turned it around to help not only him, but others. And yes. it sounds like it's a, not only a holistic approach, but like a whole body approach. So I think that's great. Um, thanks for sharing that. And I love that you started off with yoga. I love yoga. I've been taking yoga for pretty much half my life. So, or practicing yoga. <laughs> and uh, that's great. Thanks, Beth. And it looks like we um, we got some, some viewers watching us. This is great. Hey, Catherine. Hey, Diane. I know Diana's watching too. Diana, give us a shout out. Um, I see David's watching and my Auntie Jill. Hey, everyone. Hi, Thank you. Auntie Jill. Auntie Jill. <laughs> as my son says, Auntie Jill. <laughs> awesome. Well, we got some questions for you. You know, you're mentioning the whole body approach. So is it your opinion that a healthy lifestyle can actually optimize your productivity? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Need it more than ever these days. That's right. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, you know, how does one's physical health actually affect their mental health? You know, especially as everyone's lives have changed, how can you actually optimize to feel your best right now? It's 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 interesting because we've been thrown a curveball, right? Um, and we have a lot of mental challenges that we need to overcome. The physic your physical health is super important. It's really what we start with, really creating an environment of health in your body first, because we're really going to a cellular level, right? When you don't fuel your body properly, when you're not really um, taking care of yourself physically, then it's almost impossible 
to have a positive mental attitude. Your hormones get all out of whack. And it's just, it's like going from angerness to happiness by flipping a switch. And it's just not even possible. So it's, it, it makes it almost impossible for us to switch over to a positive mental attitude. So if we're fueling our body with um, dense, high quality nutrition, right? Balanced nutrition, we're balancing our blood sugars, which is really important. Then on a cellular level in our body, our cells become less rigid. When we're um, eating Cheetos and Fritos and um, pastas and rices and whatever else you have, uh, <laughs> your body, you're, you're not, you have an imbalance of omegas and your cells become rigid. And it's really our hormones that are regulating everything, right? Our emotions, what's happening in our body. And so those hormones cannot get into your cells to deliver what they need to deliver. So when you fuel your body properly, then your cells become less rigid. They become more fluid. And so those hormones are able to get into your cells. And that's just not in your stomach. It's everywhere in your body, including your brain. So those neurotransmitters aren't functioning properly, right? Because they're closed off. So your brain's sending signals and you're not getting them. There might be brain fog. There might be lack of focus, lack of energy. That's another issue that happens. So really balancing our blood sugars, right? Creating this solid energy state, you suddenly feel better. You have more energy and you're more focused. And from there, then you can start managing your emotions, really creating that mental work that's necessary to be your most productive. Wow. So it really is important. You sound like a scientist there too. <laughs> <laughs> I am a scientist. I love science. It's amazing. That's great. Good thoughts there. And it's, it's so true. And I even find myself feeling really run down. Um, even my husband and I, the past month, we have, our, you know, our routines have been thrown off. We're not eating as well as we should. We're not exercising as, as often as we should. And I feel it, that brain fog you mentioned, I feel a little foggy, feeling run down. So I'm so glad to have you on the show today because I need to take your advice and really try to get back into these good habits and get that optimization in your body and brain because it's it's so important. And these times more than ever, we need to be healthy and feel our best. So and that's some some great information, Beth. Thank you. So that kind of leads me into my next question, which sounds like, you know, the answer is absolutely that eating healthy, exercising, trying to maintain that stress really does help that mindfulness and create success in life and business, right? That is correct. You're and you can make you can maintain success. But just think how much more success you have if you're optimized, right? Everything becomes easier. You're more focused. The answers come to you more quickly and it's not such a struggle. So success just comes easier than, you know, not having all of your kind of ducks in a row because you're yeah. building your success on a solid foundation. I love that. So it's kind of like a computer. If your computer is not optimized and running smoothly, you know, it's going to crash and not perform well. So we got to just treat our bodies like a computer and, and like the temple that they are and um, just really treat them well. Takes me to my next question about actual tips 
that people can use to help cope with change in life and how to actually stay healthy mentally and physically right now. So Beth, tell us a few tips that people can just do at home on a daily basis to start optimizing our bodies and brains. Well, the the first place to start is understanding that life is change, right? <laughs> we weren't meant to stay the same. And if we can just focus, just accept that that is the way that it is, that life is change, change is going to happen, then we have a much better chance to not suffer as much when change does happen. But really starting to understand that in the brain, right, our brain, we bring with us this DNA, right, that just has the fight or flight. It's called the lizard brain. And it's where we go when we're uh, attacked or feel threatened or things just suddenly change. So basically our lives changed pretty much overnight. And suddenly everything we know is in it's in flux, right? This big change, this big threat to our way of, of living. And so our brain goes into this reactive lizard brain and it just wants to react and it goes to fear, anxiety, stress. And so the first thing is having an awareness that that's happened. So being aware that your brain is just, it's doing what it was meant to do what we brought with our 10,000 year old ancestral genes, right? It's just going to protect us. And so we have to have an awareness that that's happening. And then we have to accept what is happening. Just have this acceptance. Okay, this is my new reality. And then taking a moment to pause, right? Before we take action, we need to take that moment to pause and be with whatever's arising, right? If you're anxious and you're in fear and all of all of that stuff, it's fine. We don't need to change it or make it happen any different. Those are messengers for us to listen to. And a lot of times you just want to get rid of it because it's uncomfortable. So yoga a lot teaches us that it's okay to be uncomfortable. And how do we live in that discomfort? Warrior two, your, teacher, your yoga teacher can have you hold it for 10 breaths. How do you stay in that warrior two? Calm your mind and learn to live in that discomfort. So that pause really just allows us to feel what's going on inside of our body. And then making a conscious choice as to our next action. So for example, when it comes to food, there's a lot of people at home, maybe they did some extra bulk buying of foods that they wouldn't particularly eat normally, maybe pastas and chips and I don't know, goldfish and I, whatever, just because they're afraid yeah. of running out of food, right? That's from the lizard brain that's uh. trying to protect you. Now you're stuck with all of this stuff. How do you not eat that stuff? Well, you employ what we like to call stop, challenge, choose. So when you're going to that old bad habit, that social conditioning to manage the emotions that are present, maybe it's boredom, maybe it's fear, maybe it's anxiety. It's the same with alcohol. Yeah. It's, all, it's all a result of an emotion. You find yourself in the kitchen grabbing for something habitually to manage your emotion. And here we want to stop and we want to just take a moment and ask yourself, what are we feeling? What's going, what really is going on here? And then challenging that choice. Is that choice going to get me closer to my goal or farther away from my goal? And then make a decision in that moment, which one you want, right? And maybe you could care less about your goal in that moment and you decide to have whatever it is, then have it and enjoy it and move on, right? Don't beat yourself up because having guilt about something is far worse than just moving on. 
Yeah, defeats the purpose of enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it, yeah. So that that really is the first step, right? Having that that stopping and that challenging and that choosing. But that's all hard to do if you haven't first taken the time to decide what it is that you want, right? So really, the first step would be to start with looking into the future. Who do you want to be when you come out of this? What kind of person do you want to come out as? If you lost your job and you've got control over nothing, I can't pay my bills. I can't, I don't know what's going to happen. You do have control over what you put in your body. You do have control over how much exercise you can get, right? And so really looking to the future, what type of person do you want to be? Who do you want to come out of this as? And holding that picture of the future, that new you that's coming out of this, who do you want that to be? Um, so starting there. And then the second is to ask yourself why that's important to you. Why is it important to you to take care of yourself now when you come out of this? Maybe because when you come out of this, somebody's going to want your services and they're going to want like hairdressers will probably be very busy when we can all get out of this. <laughs> and so they're going to want to be rested and ready to go. And so they need to think into the future and they need to determine why that's important to them. Why is it important to me to be at my best when I come out of this? And having that why, that foundation for taking that action is really important. And we need to go as deep as possible there, right? And, and it, at first, when I deal with people with weight, it's always, I want to lose 20 or 30 pounds, but it's not really the reason they're doing it, right? We have to go deeper to that deeper level, that place where it has meaning, because I want to be here for my grandchildren. I want to be here for my kids. I want to live a long life and I want it to be quality. And that's really what's going to motivate people to take the action between the goldfish and not the goldfish. And then the third is to have a plan. Fail to plan, plan to fail, the old saying. So really sitting down now that you have the time, right, and deciding what your week is going to look like. Where are you going to fit in that 10, 20 minute walk, 10, 20 minute exercise, whatever it is that you're doing, where are you going to fit it throughout your week? What are your meals going to look like? What's your plan to get in enough water? So really sitting down and uh, determining your plan, because we probably plan way more for a vacation than we ever plan for our daily life or our health or our self-care. <laughs> Spend way more time planning vacations. And then the fourth thing I would say to do um, is have some accountability. So find a friend, a coach, uh, anybody, right? A husband, a child, anything, and share your goal. Share your reason why you're doing this and what you want to accomplish and bring them along with you. We know that accountability really increases your chances of success significantly. Um, so having that accountability is really important. And, you know, with my kids, we started an exercise challenge and we're now on day 18. And there's days that we didn't feel like doing it. There's days that we did it at nine and 10 o'clock at night because we said we were going to do it and we had each other to keep it each other accountable. So when one person didn't want to do it, the other person was like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. And we've been able to stick with it because there was always somebody that wanted to get it done when the others didn't. <laughs> so they kind of drag us along. And I'm just going to share with you um, st some statistics on that, if that's okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a study, 
and I, I don't have the details, but there, everything that I provide is backed by science, um, not to mention backed by people's real life experiences. So when people think about their goals, they have a four, they reach 43% of their goals when they just think about them. So that's a good first step. If no, people don't even think about their goals, they just live their life in whatever fashion. Then so the laws of attraction. Right. So 43%, you'll reach 43% of them if you just think about them. So that's a good first step, even if you just do that. Now, if you think and write down your goals, you'll achieve 56% of your goals. So that's a 13% increase by writing them down. If you think and write down your goals and share your goals, you'll have 64% of achieving your goals. Wow. That extra step of sharing it increases it another um, what is that? 8%, right? And then if you think and write and share and you have a weekly check-in or progress with somebody, progress check-in, your 76% of those goals will be met. So that's a 33% increase in, in, in the odds of you achieving your goals by writing them down, sharing them with another, and then having somebody to check in weekly. Wow. So the odds of success are huge there. Um, accountability really is everything. That's, That's great. great. So, so really, really to manifest, manifest these goals, we need, need to actually put it out there and hold ourselves accountable by having an accountability partner or even a health coach like you. Is that one of the services that you offer? Is this accountability with your clients? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as a coach, I'm really just the space for what my clients said they wanted, right? It's about them and their journey. And so a lot of times we can't see what's going on. We can't see our limiting beliefs. We can't see our blockages. And so as a coach, I just find out what people what it is that they want. And I'm just that space. I represent that space, what they said they wanted. And a lot of times I find that people lose their focus very quickly, right? It's just, um, it's not a fault of any person. It's just our society. We're very busy, not so much anymore, but right. we got a lot of things going on and we lose what we lose track of what we said we wanted. And so I'm that person that can hold that for them to remind them that it is important. And this is what you said you wanted. Let's refocus back in. And a, and a fun fact is that, you know, we used to, our, our focus used to be 12 seconds. Our attention span used to be 12 seconds. It's now at eight seconds. We've lost four seconds of attention span. Oh gosh. Yes, yeah, so we don't have a very long attention span. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you know, I really believe in what you just said and I am proof of it. I have. I've been journaling for a long time and many times I will put in my journal what I want, whether it's what I want in life, the kind of husband I want to find. And let me tell you, everything I wrote down before I met my now husband um, is him. Like he is everything I wanted. And I put it out there. Same with my businesses. You just got to really think about what you want, put it down, pen to paper, believe in it, picture it. And it comes true. Like it's it's amazing. You can really manifest these things just by, um, like you said, writing it down, sharing with a friend, having someone help you to uh, be accountable and just putting it on to, to the universe. You know, I, I believe whatever you put out is what you get. So you got to keep these thoughts positive and put out just what you want. Don't think about the negative things that you don't want. You got to just think about the positive things you want. So um, I love that you believe in that too. And I hope that people 
Um, we'll take this to heart. And I'm curious with our viewers watching, has anyone actually tried that and seen results? I see a lot more people are tuning in. Let's see here. Uh, we got we got another David. Hey, David Schwab. Thanks for joining. Um, I'll put up his his comment here. Yeah, that's um, a great comment. Keeping up with your routine, right? And if you don't have a routine, making one. <laughs> but it is it is important, right? And and yep. here's the thing is that like biologically, we we got we have we we just think like outside, right? We got outside of our body. We forget that there's so much going on inside all those hormones. Our body really is an amazing thing and we take it for granted. And so when we get out of whack, so do all our hormones. So our body likes homeostasis. It likes that consistency. So mm -hmm. the more that we can keep it, the better off we are. So true. Consistency is key. Let's see who else is tuning in. Oh, we got Felicia, one of our fellow chamber Hi, members, employees. She uh, she is missed. I, I miss our chamber team so much. I can't wait to reconnect with anyone, everyone, but I'm so glad we're able to tune in right here together. Thank you. Jill had a great comment here. Uh, stay away from toxic people. It's so true. And you know, there, there's anchors in our lives and those kind of people we want to avoid. They, they bring us down and and toxic is is contagious, you know? So great point, Jill, thank you for that. Hey, Diana, I see you're here now. Hey, girl. And uh, David had another comment here. Oh, this is great. He said that he bought a whiteboard a couple weeks ago and has been writing down everything and it helps so much. Awesome. Uh, that's fantastic. So it's good to see you're seeing the results of that. Wonderful. Uh, let's see, uh, my next question, would be, you know, you're, you're mentioning all these tips and tricks, which is so great, but is there like a one size fits all that would, you know, something simple that would just help everyone in their um, lifestyle to help, help one create a healthy lifestyle, like just a one size fits all routine or tip or trick that everyone can try today. In addition to what are you already mentioned? There, <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question, but yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's not rocket science, right? We most people know what to do. It's just hard. It's it's just hard to do it because we basically live in a society that doesn't promote health. We've got the food industry that makes foods that are addictive. We're basically brought up where food is a reward, right? And so, really, it becomes an addiction. But we have to eat food, so you can't get rid of it. It's not like alcohol, right? Where alcohol's addiction, you can just stop drinking it. You don't need it to live, but food you need to live. But we've been taught all our life that food is a reward. It creates this emotional uh, comfort for people. So most of what I do is dealing with, right, that emotional management. But in terms of creating health, your, uh, your auntie, um, Jill, right, she makes a very good point. Uh, stay away from toxic people. So it is a holistic approach. It's not just about what you eat. That is important, right? That's a good first step. But it's about being at a healthy weight. We know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has come out that has said that obesity, right, which is really only being 30 pounds overweight, it you, puts you at a predis, you know, puts you in that underlying um, medical condition category for, you know, COVID-19. It's really important because our body's not functioning properly. It's not any guilt or feeling bad. It's just that your body internally isn't functioning properly. Um, healthy eating and hydration is something that people need to focus on. Healthy motion, 
right? Healthy sleep. Sleep is so important. And we live in a society that um, kind of puts on a pedestal people that don't sleep very much, right? It's like a badge of honor. I've always been a sleeper. So <laughs> some, I, can't, I can't, I know I can't operate without sleep. Um, having that healthy mindset, which I gave you the stop challenge choose, and then healthy surroundings, right? Really making sure you're surrounded by those people that are going to be positive and uplifting. So in terms of healthy eating and hydration, really drinking your water, right? 64 ounces of water a day is important, right? Or half your body weight in ounces. Of course, my jug. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Me too, right? Everybody is different depending on medical conditions. And that's where it's it's the same for everybody, but everybody's different, right? If somebody has certain medical conditions, they shouldn't be drinking a lot of water, then of course this advice isn't for you. And that's why you don't want to take broad advice and apply it to yourself. You really want to meet with somebody to help them figure out what it is you should be doing for what your goals are. Somebody that comes to me that just wants to create healthier habits, maybe isn't gonna do a weight loss protocol because they don't need to lose weight, right? But they still need to eat and balance their blood sugars in the same way. So drinking your water um, and then eating every two to three hours balanced nutrition. What does that look like? Eating more fruits and vegetables. And, and this is really where I educate people. There's a whole huge program I take people through to educate them, but balancing your nutrition, right? Not ha trying to cut out sugar, you know, unhealthy carbs, carbs are good, vegetables are carbs, um, but balancing them. So if you have a piece of fruit, you have protein and fat to go with it so that your blood sugars are managed. And this just allows you to have that sustainable energy all day long. So really doing that and then exercise, right? Now we've got a lot of stress, whether you know it or not, just this switch of what we've gone through has put an enormous stress on us. And I was on a call just before this about neuroscience, the neuroscience of social distancing, and really um, the places in the brain that we set, that we um, feel pain, like when we have pain, is the same as when we're socially distanced. And so they both light up when the same thing occurs. So social distancing is felt the same in the body or the brain as pain, right? So, yeah, so so it's it's very stressful, all of this. And really managing stress is, nobody likes this answer, but it's exercise. <laughs> and it's not kill yourself at the gym. You don't need to get a spin bike and burn thousand calories, but it's it's 10 minutes of walking, 10 to 20 minutes of light exercise. It really gives you, um, makes you more alert, more focused, improves concentration, gives you joy, happiness, a sense of purpose. It releases serotonin, oxytocin, estrogen. It balances all of those uh, hormones in your body and it reduces those bad stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, and those are really detrimental to our immune health. And right now, more than ever, we need to have a very strong immunity. And so we need to reduce those stress hormones as much as possible. Yoga, meditation, all of that stuff naturally okay. reduces those stress hormones. 
So it sounds like we got to get that heart rate up to get that blood pressure down. <laughs> yeah. So even if you're not enacting all of your great healthy habits and eating and hydration, which you should, right? Because if you're dehydrated, you're not focused as well. Then you should be getting out with that extra time you have and just going for a walk. You don't, if you think, oh, I don't want to do 50 push-ups or spin for an hour, don't worry about that. Just go for a walk. Just take yourself out for a 10, 20, 30 minute walk and you'll notice that you feel better. And in that noticing, that's what's going to get you to do it the next day. So notice how these things make you feel. Maybe write it down so you don't forget. And tomorrow when you feel like blowing it off, you say, oh, but that made me feel so much better. So maybe I'll do it again today. Especially, Especially with the clean air we have these days. Right? Take some deep breaths, right? We want to increase our lung capacity in and out through your nose. Absolutely. Good breathing. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I thought of a quote that my great or my grandma Sue used to tell me all the time regarding food. Don't live to eat. Eat to live. So in other words, don't eat just because it's good and you enjoy it, but eat because you need the nutrition and you need to nourish your body. So these are great tips. Looks like we got a lot more comments coming in. This is great. Catherine Thomas has a great comment here. Everything is interconnected. Sleep, nutrition, environment. It's so true. We are we are one with all of these things and we are, we just got to stay in harmony. Auntie Jill, uh, do the right thing and you will get the right results. That's fantastic. Let's see. Diana has a comment here. It's easier to stick to a routine when you don't have children. Yeah, probably. And it's it's also good to try to get these routines going and the kids can be a part of it. So she wants to know if there's any tips to help parents stay on track when they don't have a normal routine during this time? Um, you know, it, it's such a great question. Uh, I'm seeing it everywhere, even in my own household. You know, I have an almost two-year-old and he is just bouncing off the walls. So, you know, trying to stick with a health routine and ex exercise regimen is so great. I love, Beth, that you are doing your challenge with your kids our motion has decreased significantly just because getting in and out of your car, shopping, going here, going there, right? I did. I ran my kids all over the place. I got way over my 10,000 steps every day, just running them around all over the place. And that has all stopped. So how are we going to get all of that in? We've got to really be mindful that we're not getting that in and start to get that movement in because now we, we might be eating the same thing we ate before and, but we're moving less. So we, we could be gaining weight. You could be like, what the heck? Why am I gaining weight? Well, it's because your level of activity has dropped significantly. And it's not just exercise activity. It's what we call NEAT. It's non-exercise activity that adds up to, you know, really burning calories and getting you moving throughout the day. Because that's another problem that we have is sitting for too long. We really need to be up and moving and doing things. And so I think like with Diana's questions, any tips to help parents stay on track when they don't have a normal routine during this time? Well, make one, <laughs> you know, it's, here's the thing is like when I transfer, when I switched from corporate life, I had, I had always worked in a corporate environment, meant nine to five job, even in, in college, right? I went to school, I had a job, I did all of that. And it was a huge adjustment having to self-motivate and figure out a schedule and not get distracted and sit down and do my work. And it took me a long time. It took me like a year or more to figure out. <laughs> I might even still be figuring it out. And so that's where you have to have a little bit of compassion and empathy for yourself 
that you we've pivoted very quickly. So you got to allow yourself some time to be okay, like not knowing what to do and being kind of in this crazy, uncertain place because everything, it's not normal, right? And so just acknowledging that you're doing a pretty darn good job and, and you're not supposed to have it all together all the time. It's just a process. But then as you start to adjust, then getting yourself back in routine, pulling things together, and then sticking to your routine no matter what and trying to get your kids in routine because we know that kids uh, like structure and they do, they actually thrive very well with boundaries and structure, even though they might fight us against it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great ideas. And I, I love the comment you mentioned about not beating yourself up. If you're not sick in your routine, people are having a hard time these days with just adjusting. And, you know, it's okay to have a bad day and, you know, acknowledge that things are, are a little rough right now, but acknowledge it, give yourself 10 minutes to be on the pity potty, but then you just got to get over it, get your mindset right, get on that routine, journal, Go for a walk. I see Mercy here had a, had a great comment. She listens to uplifting music on your walk. And that's so great. Like even, you know, get some high energy music or even a podcast like the Valley Biz Buzz podcast on your headphones, even an ebook. Now's a great time to learn and expand your mind um, with all the resources available. I don't know if our viewers are aware, but if you are, have a library card, you have access to the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y, and it's incredible. It's totally free. You can download ebooks, audiobooks, all kinds of fantastic resources, all right on your phone. All you have to do is have a library card to enter your card, and then you have unlimited access to the whole library right from your phone. So that's what I love to do. I love listening to ebooks or audiobooks when I'm walking. So thanks, Mercy. Um, that's, a, that's a great tip. We're going to be wrapping up soon, but I want to make sure we get any questions answered from our audience. Does anyone have any specific questions for our wonderful health coach, Beth? And um, as people are thinking about that, Beth, I'd love to hear about the freebies you have for our viewers today. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you have to offer and how to get it? Absolutely. So I've, I've spent 12 years in study, right? Really taking in all of the different techniques, tips, tricks, applying them to my life, seeing how they actually work and kind of condensing them for people. It's probably my superpower to find the most efficient way for people to get results. I mean, obviously you have to do the work. And, and so I have those tools and I, I, I really am concerned about the health and well-being of people, especially during this time. I have a couple of things that will help people. I have an ebook that is available for free and that will help you create this mindset. Uh, Stop, challenge, choose. It's really the cornerstone of all personal development, even sp spiritual work um, and creating that pause. So it will really explain the just on a deeper level what's happening and how you can implement these tools so that ebook is free to people. Second is I work with my clients through a life book. So I basically take them through a life book. This life book basically lets you journal that, lets you figure it out and, and start to get going. So, and then of course, I'm always available. I'm always happy to chat with people. I didn't acquire all of these tools and knowledge to keep them to myself. I do like to freely share them with people. So if anybody wants to set up a 20 to 30 minute consultation, health assessment, get some tips and tricks. I'm happy to chat with them. Great. So there's three giveaways you have. You have an ebook, 
you have chapters from your life book that you use with your clients and you're giving away a 20 to 30 minute free health evaluation. Is that something you would do via the phone now that we're not meeting in person or over um, Zoom? Yeah, so that's pretty awesome about my business is I already worked, re I already social distance <laughs> in my business. <laughs> I already worked over Zoom and phone. So everything I do is over Zoom and phone. I can, you know, I'm happy to talk to people through any of those things. Uh, during this time. So all people need to do is just, are we going to have them comment here or send me a private message? Here we go. So what we'll ask people to do is you want a free health assessment or access to these free books, please type in Beth in the comments and she will message you directly and hook you up with these free tools. You can also follow her. I plugged in her tags right here. She's on Instagram at Yogazine and on Facebook at Beth J. Hazelton. So follow her on either of those places or both of them. Give her some love. Give her some likes. Like her pictures and posts. She posts a ton of great information. You'll get to see her workout videos that she shares. I love those. I think you do time lapse. So we get to see <laughs> super fast mode, everyone working out. <laughs> so please start commenting and she'll reach out. And then I think a couple of questions did come in here. Um, bu -bu -bum. Well, not really. Uh, looks like one question was just how to get back into the work climate when they lift the stay at home. I don't know if Beth has the answer for that, but I think she kind of did mention just keeping your body and your brain healthy right now and focused and feeding that your brain, body, and your soul during this time will really help you adjust back to normal life once we get there, hopefully soon. You know, creating that new routine again, giving yourself some grace, um, and then noticing, right? I mean, it's stressful. So true. Working with your clients, I'm curious, have you actually seen like a light bulb moment go off in someone's head where you can just see that what you're telling them actually clicked and they're like, wow, I understand I can implement this and, you know, seeing them feel that confidence to take the steps to become healthier. I do. I see it actually all the time because really? so many people have tried so many things and not got results. And, and typically in three to four days, the longest seven people have results. I get their body in an environment of health and very quickly they start feeling better. And what happens is we are just a society where we want to do everything all at once, right? So out of everything that we've talked today, just pick one. Just work on that one thing for a week. And so a lot of times clients will come to me and they'll be like, yeah, I need to do this. I need to lose weight. And then I need to clean my house and I need to get my business and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we're going to just start with this one thing and watch as you start to feel better, as you start to lose weight, as your body starts to, and if they don't need to lose weight, whatever, as they have more energy, that confidence comes, right? Because they're starting to have success. And then it just naturally bleeds out into the other areas in their life. So then they gain this momentum. It's a teachable moment where suddenly now it's like, oh, wait, let me do. They have the energy. They have the focus. They have the confidence. And then every other part of their life just starts to get better. And they really start taking control of it. Well, then um, my, my last question, I'm going to go ahead and ask to get our viewers too. I want to know if our viewers have had a light bulb moment where they just realize that they're in the right place at the right time or, you know, their business or their career is exactly where they need to be. 
Um, so viewers, please, if you have had a light bulb moment, please share it. And Beth, tell me, what was your light bulb moment? Well, I think I've always known it. It's just that I got talked out of it at a very early age. I was, it, I was told to just do what we're supposed to do. You go to school, you get an education, you get a job. And, and that's what I did. If I did want to do something helping people, it was always like, oh, can you make money with that? That seems kind of hard. Should you do that? And so I think it was always intrinsically with me, but it was trained out of me to kind of ignore. And so that's really one of the messages that I have for people is don't let others talk you out of what you think you should be doing, because people will put those uh, roadblocks before you, before you ever get a chance to live what your purpose is. And I, I'm here to tell people that it's possible. Where there's a will, there's a way. And so if you need somebody to support you, I can support you. I honestly, I personally like comfort and ease. And so none of this is easy for me. <laughs> I, I don't actually know it. And I try to deny it all the time, right? I always want to go back to having somebody give me a stable corporate job that I know is going to always be there. But is it? I mean, I guess we see now the, the true nature of those jobs. Are they really secure? Um, I'm actually more secure now at creating my own success. It just flows naturally and it's undeniable. So I, I can't say that there's been one real aha moment, but defining my life purpose and being able to make choices that are in line with my life purpose makes it um, manifest properly. That's great. So wonderful, Beth. I'm going to put up your Facebook and Instagram, Instagram handle one more time. Please make sure everyone you follow Beth. Um, you'll get to hear all about, you know, the kind of things that she's implementing, get to see her workouts and you can reach out to her anytime. And of course, redeem that free health, assessment. Why not? What do you have to lose? She has the tools and the resources to help. And I know I'm going to be reaching out uh, and I'm going to take you up on that free offer, Beth. So thank you. I hope others do as well. Beth, do you have any closing remarks you want to share today? Now, I just want to acknowledge everybody for doing an awesome job through these crazy times. Nobody has ever lived through any of this before. You're doing amazing. Just continuing to show up and to honor where you're at and reach out if you need help. There is more help out there than is um, so many people, healers, coaches, and everybody is there to help you succeed and feel better. So um, thanks so much for hopping on. Thank you, Tiffany, for having me. Hopefully uh, people have received some value for this and they can implement one thing into their life that will make a difference. I hope so. And I do see several people have already commented with your name. So don't forget, if you want her freebies, go ahead and comment with Beth's name and she'll be reaching out. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on our first live broadcast. This was super fun. I was a little nervous, but having my friends in the audience really made it feel great. And having my friend as our guest today, Beth, this was so much fun. So it was, it was great. Thank Yes. Yeah, so thank you again. And if you don't already follow Valley BizBuzz on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, if you didn't realize, this is going to be turned into a podcast. So you can follow our podcast anywhere you listen to them at Valley BizBuzz. So thanks again, everyone, and keep buzzing. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>